You are listening to the podcast Device and Fire, episode 262 for the week of September 5th, 2021. Welcome back, listeners, to yet another episode of the podcast Device and Fire, the still the longest running podcast dedicated to George R. R. Martin's Song of Ice and Fire series. As usual, this is Mimi. This is Amin. And this is Kyle. It's usual for this year, so we're all together. Um, minus Ashley, back on our bullshit, continuing our uh, infrequent reread of Feast and Dance combined reread. Do you want to uh, do a recap, Carl? Um, all right. <laughs> I can't bring up Tower of the Hand. Um, so let's go with this. So, uh, Tyrion, this is Dance of Dragons Tyrion 2. Yes. Okay, copy that. Um, Tyrion and Elaro. Hilario, I never say the names out loud anymore. I don't even think I say them when I first read them. <laughs> so whenever I say them out loud, <laughs> as I have for how long have we been podcasting? Many, many years. Say them incorrectly. Um, Tyrion <laughs> and Il- Magister Illyrio Mopatas are uh, leaving Pentos. They are road tripping <laughs> to New Mexico. Um, no, they're taking a road trip. They're... Does Tyrion really even know where he's going? They're heading towards Daenerys. And, uh, let's see. Sorry, this is a very good uh, recap. Uh, they're going through. The, <laughs> uh, they talk about a lot of stuff. <laughs> they eat a lot of food. Um, they talk about Griff a bit. <laughs> Guys, you asked me to recap this, all right? I don't have Tower of the Hand. No, but I, I get your point. I mean, the point is that they get a lot of information to the reader but they're only just sitting inside like this wagon or something right like they did not actually yeah. really leave that area they just eat and they're traveling I mean, they leave but they don't physically leave the, the wagon they're in there and then they just give you a lot of backstory information yeah there's a whole lot oh, the power of, of this podcast <laughs> <laughs> we get backstory about Ilario we get a backstory about uh, Varys mm. we get uh, which was pretty cool I actually forgot about that part um, they keep on trucking yeah, they just take a long ride and just he tells stories. The Golden Company we learn about. We get some Blackfire history. And, um, yeah, they're just, uh, uh that's, a, that's all. They, they ride, they talk, and they eat. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's so. a good, that's a good summary of the chapter. There's a lot in the actual conversation. Discussion. Yeah. Like, one of the things I started seeing from this chapter, I think in particular, like I feel like Tyrion overall is kind of has PTSD in this book. Like he's, he keeps remembering the sound of the crossbow and he keeps like having flashbacks to kind of that happening. So he's still, he's still suffering from that effects, which we don't notice so much when, when we first read the book. Cause it'd been like so long since we read storm of swords when you get down to dragons, but for Tyrion, it's only been the next couple of days, next month over or something. So he's still feeling that. Yeah. How, what is it like? I mean, how long did it take to get him across the sea? Like a month? Or? Way shorter, I think. I, mean, I think I think the, the date right now is a month from him killing his father, probably. Like where he is right now. Okay. So it's still fresh in his mind. I feel like the last time that we read a Tyrion chapter, he was just sitting around eating and talking with Illyrio. Hmm. Sounds about right. But now they're if, just if, if you're with Illyrio, you'll be eating, probably. <laughs> he likes to do that. What I want to know is they're riding in this, this cart thing, and they're getting so much food. Like... <laughs> Are they prepping this food on the on the fly? Is there like a cooking cart behind them, or <laughs> I think they have a whole train of, of guards and food and everything, and servants and stuff with them, right? The other one wouldn't put yeah. himself at risk, so he's got to have like a whole. But they're caravan. cooking. They're cooking on the move, so there's like a, a cooking part of the caravan. Yeah. Cooking well, cart? they got like some of the stuff is preserved. They got like he opened up a jar of uh, snails, like garlic snails. Okay. Yeah, this is not the Oregon Trail. They are doing <laughs> some luxurious feasting. No doubt. One of the main lines of this chapter is, is learning more about Lero in general, and Tyrion is quite, you know, astute in pointing out like, why are you interested in Daenerys? Why are you interested in, in Westeros? And Lero keeps saying, well, there's there's things I'm trying to like repay debts or have friends. That Tyrion doesn't believe him, but partly I think it's two reasons. I think the one reason is obvious can't be contested. Is he's helping Varys. Varys wants to do this, and he owes Varys. They they're surprisingly good good friends that didn't betray each other so that's one he's, he's helping Varys and the second might be that whole idea of like Fagon being his son or somehow related to him and so maybe Fagon does well he wants to see that happen right 
series. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yep. And on, along that second line, like he even talks about his wife Sarah, who found in that pillow house, and talks about how much he loved her, etc. Like it could have been, she could have been the idea is that she might be from Blackfire line because uh, he talks to himself in this chapter. The male line died, but he didn't mention the female line. And oh, so, oh, yeah. interesting. So that's well, and, and he seems he seems to have liked Fagon, like I think in the previous chapter. Fagon. Fagon, yeah. <laughs> Fake Aegon. Oh, um, man. Uh, I haven't heard these terms in a while. <laughs> he cares about him. Uh, yeah. like, like a slur. Well, I mean, that, that, that is like one of the nicknames that, that's put them in the, in the fandom, but it just, the second, like, it fits the, the way that they act, like their MO. Like, he talks about how did he become rich with Varus, is they basically, first they got things that were stolen back to people for a fee, and then almost came to the point that they were causing the stealing, too, like because the thieves knew to bring it to them. So they were stealing things. And then giving it back at a higher price. So that's like what they're basically doing the Iron Throne too. That they, they took it away from the Targaryens and they're giving it back and benefiting that. But it, 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 maybe even directly, like whether or not you believe he's related to, like fake Aegon, like he he's benefiting from that way. You know, this chapter is just jarring after the Bran chapter where they're starving and freezing, mm. like. I remember that was the last one we talked about, and it was just so like, man. Right. They're, 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 scraping, really they're, they're eating quote pigs. Remember, like they needed yeah. pigs. Well, not pigs. They're eating people. <laughs> yes. And this, now they're so well stocked in this one, they have everything they want. They were eating people. Really just. Yeah. Like okay, so yeah, I, I was pretty sure that. Yeah. They said cold hands came back. Cold hands found a pig. Bran is telling himself, but like clearly, you know, in his wolf dreams, Bran saw that. There was a, uh, there were some dead bodies. Oh, lordy. Yeah, they were so hungry, they didn't really think about it except for Bran, and he kept trying to say, it's, oh, it's a pig. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, anyway, yeah, sorry, but, I didn't mean to derail you, I mean, but... No, it's a good, good comparison. Yeah, I mean, there's, the, there's, that links, we'll get to the next chapter, but a lot of people are just either traveling or preparing to travel in these couple of chapters. You can kind of compare, like, the way they travel. Um mm. And it, it also explains a little bit, like, what was Illyrio doing with Daenerys? Because he basically thought she would have died. Like, he didn't really have a plan for her. So, again, he, he was working with, like, the Fagon plan. So he kind of just let her go off. And then, then he saw, surprised she survived and she became powerful. And he's like, okay, let's try to bring her into the plan now. That's basically the way he explains yeah, it. Yeah, he's a little shady with his reasonings <laughs> to help her. I mean, he's saying that... Um, uh, Viserys would have given him, made him master of coin, and then he's like, "Oh, you think Daenerys would keep that bargain?" Mm. And he's like, "Ah, eh, she will or she won't." Yeah. Some people just want to help other people, and I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> not you, bitch." Viserys <laughs> doesn't believe that, right? Yeah. 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 There, he is. He is up to something, man. Mm-hmm. He is shady. I don't believe him. He's well, up to that's, no that's good. why it fits with like the. The young Griff storyline, right? Like he, he just, that was his investment, and now Danny is useful to that. And he thinks, like he keeps saying, it's obvious she must have left Marine by now. She wouldn't be dumb enough to stay there. Like he must be on her way. He keeps saying that, but he's wrong about that assumption. Right? Mm. You know what? It's 2021, and we are canceling Illyrio for saying Daenerys was half a child when she came to me, and I wanted to her. Disgusting. Canceled. <sighs> Hmm. Cancel, cancel culture. <laughs> you could say George just put a grossness comparison there, but he kind of mentioned, and she was even more beautiful than his second wife, to kind of make it seem like they both look somewhat similar. Like his second wife yeah. looks like Valyrian style, right? She has the silverish hair and stuff. Oh, damn. You know this You know this theory well, good sir. I love it. Yeah. No, I like the, I like the theory. We, the years ago when we discussed this. <laughs> now it's coming back again in this movie. Have we heard of Griff before? Hmm. He might have mentioned him in the previous chapter, but this is when he actually starts to explain him a little about like who he is. Okay. A little bit more information about him. He mentions young Griff. Um, yeah. I like it. So is this the chapter a lot of people pick on because they're just like road tripping and, and talking about sites that they see? I think I it's worse later when Tyrion goes leaves Illyrio, it's even worse. Like I think a little bit too much road trip. Like this one was it, it had its purposes, like it got a lot of useful information out of it. Yeah. So. I was always kind of a fan of the uh, um, 
the Essos world building. It's like, oh, something different. Like they have roads. <laughs> mm. I like that. Well, and the roads are incredibly like they have to be magical, right? They, they've survived for centuries, over four centuries, and it, there's like no damage to them. I think they're magical. It's got to be even even our roads wouldn't survive four centuries. I mean, the the, the usage is heavier, but I'm just, like they, they, there's like he's looking for like potholes or anything. They're just like perfectly made. They just made things better back then. <laughs> <laughs> they made them last. Isn't this the chapter where we were just like? Yeah, I mean, he's a secret Targaryen, right? There's right so off the many... bat? I don't know. I feel, I feel like we had spent a lot of time when this book came out discussing that theory, right? You're saying it t- I don't... Uh, Tyrion is, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, it is actually kind of mentioned because Tyrion's own dreams of, like, riding dragons and yeah. stuff, he talks about that. And he, the specific wording, he, he used to pretend he was some lost Targaryen princeling. Like that's a little yeah, but bit. See, that seems too obvious on its face, right? On the yeah, nose, like, yeah. Like, why would you think that? Yeah. Like, you just think, oh, I'm just a dragon. I'm like, why would it be a, a lost Targaryen prince? Like, because that's basically what the theory says. It's, so it's kind of throwing it in your face there. Mm. Of course, you wouldn't get it if you weren't thinking about that theory. It'd just be like some line, but it's just it's, it's an odd way to put it, right? Do you think that is George like throwing that theory into the fans' face? Yeah. Basically, I think unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, the theory is pretty strong. George is not tied to it; he could easily not have it be the case, but uh, or never reveal it anyway. But unfortunately, it's a fairly good theory. Like it could be true. I don't like it. I don't. I don't, I don't like what it does to the Tyrion Tywin relationship because then it, nothing can justify what Tywin did. But it just makes the Tywin saying, "You're not my son," and took care of. Like I, I would prefer them to actually be his son. Like. Not just uprising wise, but actually be a son. How do we? Do we know how many like? Um, I mean, I guess assuming a lot of these women died in childbirth, but just thinking about you know Joanna dying in childbirth, and then like you know obviously with uh, Liana and Rhaegar, like that whole thing. So I wonder if that would be any hint as to like it's a Targaryen baby. Yeah, like it was the three like Danny's mother died as well. That's the thing. The three of them all. Came from mothers who died in childbirth. Although there's a lot of them dying in childbirth, Westeros. But well, yeah, I assume that modern medicine was not <laughs> not really keeping up to par. But when I just feel like that lends credence to this idea of like when you're having a Targaryen child, you know, mm, give birth to the dragon, so to speak. It's more likely to happen. I mean, there's also Tyrion has a little bit of a dream at some point where in the chapter where he he sees himself having two heads, and I just thought like, well, that's kind of like Malus the monstrous, right? Who had two heads, like. Uh, mm. I assume Malos' blood like that was just another problem with the Targaryen blood. Like it's more likely it can can have that that defect or aberration. So, Are you saying Tyrion's a Blackfire? Not necessarily black. I mean, both black, red or black, they're still Targaryen blood, right? I mean, that's what uh, Illyria says there specifically. They both have the blood that can do greatness, but can also have a lot of ab- abominations or problems, right? From the inbreeding. Yep. yep. Yeah. But it does it does kind of complete that trifecta of like Danny, John, and Tyrion. It does, yes. Unfortunately, right? Yeah. Like it, it, that's again in support of that the theory. So I don't believe it. So I did not. Oh, I, 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 I had that the whole side theory that, that, that I said like well, Tyrion is, is is a chimera that saves it a little bit because then he's he could also be Tywin's son. So. <laughs> I'll have to and they're like the third. They're the third kid, right? They're each the third kid. They're each the third kid. Like Danny's oh, the yes. youngest because right. there was Rhaegar, Rhaegar, Ares, and her. Yes. Yeah. And then if we're if we're talking about Rhaegar's kids, then I mean obviously John would be Lyanna's first, but he's the third of Rhaegar's kids because he had two, right? Yes. Before. And then um, actually, third third child. Tyrion's the youngest. Yeah, exactly. Of the Lannister, and then Rhaegar. Yeah, that's himself. right. I don't need to have a book. I don't need to do this reread. <laughs> well, Rhaegar himself got his three children with the three, so he knew that there must be three. So he was counting his own three, but he knew there must be three people, not one. That is enough for this. Right, see if there's anything else we missed here. I did find my Kindle copy of Dan, so, <laughs> so I'm trying to keep up. So if a series was into Danny, huh? I guess he I should right? imagine that. But... Into her. Uh, room before the marriage, but they have the guards there, right? Yeah, I guess I never got yeah. that, despite all the titty twisters he gave her. Um, I guess I never picked that up. 
Yeah, because that just seemed like he was do you know he was just being cruel and and gross. Uh, but you know that could just be it's part of his pride too. He just wanted to get there before Drogo did. He didn't like the Dothraki. Like he wanted it was part partly that as well, right? Yeah. Nasty. Canceled. <laughs> well, and Lyra keeps the. I just picture her, Mimi on Westerosi Twitter canceling everybody. <laughs> um. Then there's. They go. They're actually going through Andalos, like the or the land where the Andals are, like originated from, and talking about how they learned how to do iron working and stuff, and just a little touch there, like the Andals actually came from Essos. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool when Alaria was like, "Oh, though that guy must be from this place." Uh, that was a terrible description, but it's like, "Oh, yeah, your god, this must be from this land." I thought that was pretty cool. I think that's all I had on that chapter. I'm we missed it. I want to eat some olives. <laughs> you want some jelly, jellied eel? <laughs> I forget that he's in boys' clothes. Made him feel like 10 pounds of sausage and a 5-pound skin. That's such a gross image. Yeah. Well, the clothes that he's even wearing, I think, were young grips. I think maybe, if I'm remembering correctly, like they're leftovers. Maybe not. Maybe that's uh, maybe he gets them later. I think he gets those clothes at some point, though. I, lo- I love the origin story. Oh my God, are you okay? Sorry, my chair. Very loud. <laughs> I love the origin story of uh, Ilario and Varus mm. in this. Like, I completely had forgotten about that. Oh, they were playing both ends of everybody. That's so cool. Good for them. Well, that's, that's well here I we think. get confirmation about his little birds too, right? Exactly. The orange of them, they called them mice before, but even just like, I like one that they still trust and help each other in this very like cruel world. They actually still seem to be pretty reliable to each other. And number two, it, that origin is an example of what they may be doing now, just a larger, right? They're just trying to do the same game. Oh, true. True, 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 true. Yeah, and I mean, merfolk have to stick together, so. <laughs> all right, I think that's all we got for this chapter. I move on to the next. All right. So, next chapter, we move to A Feast for Crows, and we are at, oop, not, not an Aria chapter. i got to move my bookmark back here. We were in a Samwell chapter. I believe it's Samwell the second chapter? I think it's Sam 1, looking here. Yeah, oh, it's mm-hmm. Sam First 1? Sam. Yep. Oh, damn. So Sam is chilling down below uh, the wall, reading a whole bunch of scrolls and books, trying to find out information about the others and everything he can. He loves reading. He doesn't want to kill a mouse. And uh, then he he heads up and uh, Stannis is in the, uh, the, what is it, the Lord's Tower? He's in John's, he's in the old bear's old room. And John is at Donald Noy's old room, and John's still the Lord Commander. He decreed people should learn to shoot arrows more and not necessarily more sword work. And he eventually sends Sam away to go to Old Town and become the Maester. Become get his get his links and become a Maester for the wall. Oh, and uh uh, Mr. Amon's going to go with him. That's going to he's going to do very well on that trip. I I just see it. And uh, oh, and there was a note from King Tommen. What was his note asking? It was asking for I can't remember what Tommen. I think John, was well, John was. I don't know if they, uh, maybe something did come from the from King Tommen, but John was potentially writing to him to kind of like explain what's happening here to say, hey, we're just staying. We're not involved in anything. Stannis is okay. help, right? Yeah, he's like, hey, we're not Stannis's men. He's just hanging <laughs> out here. Just hanging out. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, basically what happens in this chapter. So, yeah, there is a lot of history in this chapter as well. Mm. A lot of book and scroll talk and ice spiders. And <laughs> well, going into that history, maybe I'll start with the, maybe the biggest revelation that came to me that I hadn't really thought about is just when they're, they're talking about the others and about you know whether they bring the cold or they come when it's cold but the, the line that really sticks out to me is is uh they hide from the light of the sun and they emerge by night or what else night falls when they emerge but 
they hide from the light of the sun. And, and, and what I'm curious now, I didn't get a chance to look up, is have we only seen them at night? Like in that first uh, prologue chapter, was it night or day? And, and, and when they came to the, the old bear and the rest of them, like was, well, the old bear was, uh, well, yeah, they, 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 they retreated from them, but did they attack at night? Like, do they, are they actually cannot stand the sun? That's an interesting question. Oh, I've always thought of them as zombies, but are they vampires? Yeah, that's that's the interesting question. Like the way that it's described here, like makes me want to go look at it and see in their other appearances where they're always coming at night. I mean, the whole the whole thing says the long night, right? The night that like lasted for years, right? Like which would have been working for them because then they could be out and open the whole time. So I'm not mm. even, I'm not even getting the point of well, did they did they cause the darkness or did they cause the cold to come the cold? That's a whole interesting question on the side but the bigger question right now is just like can they stand sunlight or they can only come at night that that's something that's been and maybe it's disproven maybe we can go back and read the prologue they were out during the day and killing the guy but i have to go look into that further but something interesting came to mind when i saw that line oh interesting and it fits even more like because there's some other stories george wrote when he wrote about like george has written about vampires so it's just like we talk about zombies a lot as you said kyle but the vampire like mythology or line of thought might apply here, given this line. I think it's a really important line. Hmm. Very interesting. That, that was a big reveal of the chapter. So there's a lot of other smaller stuff in the chapter. At the start of the chapter, uh, Sam is really engrossed in reading. Like I think he read there for like a whole day or something. Like he's just he's been there way longer than he should have. And then he says, uh, sometimes you can just like fall through each page like a whole into another world. And I think that's George there, kind of just writing about the joys of reading other works and stuff like when he was growing up he did that and just general like even even reading ice and fire that can happen right you, you read it like what, what time is it now i can't go to bed <laughs> first read the first like one of the books that comes out right so that yeah. whole enjoyment of reading that's very true um i know i totally know what he was saying during that it, it spoke to me when it was like oh it was just one more chapter how many times have i been on my my ipad or something like <laughs> ready to go to bed and i'm just like oh one more youtube video like <laughs> Yep. Yeah, they talk about yeah. dragon eggs. John is here. He goes to see John. Actually, what's interesting there is it's a little bit unfortunate that we didn't read the next chapter in this one together. Like, it's just the way that the numbers lined up because the next chapter is just kind of an overlap of this, but from John's point of view. So that if you if you read them together, you can kind of see both sides of the conversation, see what they're thinking. For example, yeah. here, uh, when John mentions Bran being dead, Sam wants to tell him, like, no, he's actually not dead, but he kind of chokes it back. He doesn't say it. And then in the John chapter, I yeah, I remember he actually says, like, Sam wants to say something. He doesn't say it. Like, they, they kind of refer to each other. And John is like, what is he trying to say? And he doesn't like, so They kind of overlap on each other. So we'll have to look back when we read that chapter in comparison to this one. Yeah. Yeah, I remember... I remember being disappointed when Dance came out. I'm like, what is this? This is the same exact chapter. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, it's a repeat just from another review. Don't they do that with like whole book series now? They just like rewrite it. This is just from his other character's point of view. Oh, yeah. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> they apparently did that for Twilight series. They did? Well, now I have to reread it. <laughs> um, uh, let's see here. And then... Uh, one, this chapter also shows some of John's errors potentially. Like, Pip and Gren are a little bit annoyed with him. They're like, "Oh, John's too like bloody highborn to spend time with us or to drink some wine or something." And yes, he has his duties, but I mean, first John should keep reliable people around him. Like, these are the people that helped him get into power. Like, he just pushes them away. This is a mistake. Like that that comes to hurt him later. Like, it would have been better if he kept them around or spent a little bit of time keeping that connection to them. Well, maybe he's taking those. Uh, the I'll probably lose these men. I can't afford to get too close to them. I have to. I'll have to send them to their deaths at some point. True. I mean, like, but there's also like, there's just. That, I mean, Ed knew that himself. Like Ned Stark, like he knew that you have to kind of have that connection with your lords or even lower men a little bit to, like, just at least keep them loyal. And then they are loyal. Like, look what they are willing to do now later on for his daughter, apparently, right? So, like, try to get to get like the the Ned's daughter back, as yeah. they say. Like, he just. He needs to. He's putting the time into doing the swords play, which is good. But you need to, even if it's superficial, have that kind of little bit of connection, just 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 for the loyalty it provides. Or like, I think it, I think it's highlighting that in this chapter. I mean, of course, they didn't betray him in the end. He just pushed him away anyway. But just generally, he kept too much distance. Mm. You know, there's 
at the end there when um, when they're leaving. Mm-hmm. I guess Sam and they're bundling up and leaving, and uh, and John had talked about you know the first time he met Gilly and that she was scared of ghosts. Mm. And he said, I think she was frightened that he would tear her open, devour the babe, but it was not the wolf she should have been afraid of, was it? And Sam's like, no, it was Craster, right? Her father. But now we're just like, oh, it was you, John. She should have been scared of you because it wasn't Ghost that was going to take her baby away from her. Well, I think he was referring, yeah, exactly. He was referring to himself. Sam didn't know that because Sam, like, he sees Gilly come running out and crying, but he doesn't know what happened because that's revealed in the other chapter that John is basically forcing her to switch her child and leave her child behind, right? So you're right. Yeah. He's talking about himself. Sam doesn't understand that. But uh, we didn't understand that, right? Reading that initially. Exactly. Till 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 later. Yeah. And then and even just the fact that like she keeps saying, "Don't name this child." She's actually talking about her own son. You're like, why yeah. is she so obsessed about this other child's not her? Well, it's actually her son being left behind. Yeah. The fact that she's been crying all throughout this chapter, I mean, That's obviously right. makes a lot more sense here. But I guess maybe even you know when she talked about like that Dallas. Uh, Baby cries when he's hungry, but hers never does. And I think, like, yeah, even probably without even without knowing about the switch or picking up on it, you would be able to to have picked up on it from that clue that it was not the same baby, hmm. not her baby, at least. Then another reference again to kind of Targaryenness, like John says, "Mance's blood is no more royal than my own." So there again, another oh. <laughs> reference. <laughs> A George reference there. Uh, I know. I read that and I was like, "Oh, what, what is Mance? Is Mance a secret Targaryen?" What's <laughs> the kind of the, the chapter also kind of points at false numbers or like meeting people put on numbers. Like John is the nine hundred ninety nine, no, nine hundred ninety eighth commander. But then according to Sam, it might it's probably some lower number actually. Like so it's just like it's not actually that number; it's some lower number. But then it doesn't matter because everyone just puts that significance on it. They're either yeah. close to a thousand, so. What did you say? It was like the 960th or something? No, it was like 600. So, yeah, I found a list with 600, so maybe, I don't know, maybe 700, something, something like that. It, it's a huge difference. Like, it's not actually... Gotcha. Yeah. I like the kid who became Lord Commander when he was 10 years old and ruled for 60 years. Damn. Mm. Good for that kid, I guess. Nothing was happening there, <laughs> maybe, or, or until he became an adult. <laughs> he also lived a 70 at the wall. God damn. Well, it also shows stuff. a bit of nepotism. Like it's, it's a lot of those <laughs> King, King of the North like uh, relatives that are sent there, right? All those young ones. Oh yeah, true. King of the North. About dragon steel, or I guess William Steel being effective. That's from the references there, and then Aegon himself, or sorry, Aemon. Aemon himself like refers to John. He says, "Oh, I've left a chapter of a book in your like your office or whatever <laughs> in your office to, to to look at." And I think. It doesn't go into it here, but I think it, it, what he's talking about is just the whole Lightbringer is supposed to be hot, right? Okay, yeah, and, I was going to ask you about this, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, and it's not, I mean, and Amon himself kind of mentions, like, is it is it hot? He's like, oh, it looks like it's hot, but it doesn't doesn't feel hot. So I guess he's kind of trying to tell John, like, that's fake. It cannot be the real thing. Hmm. Okay. That's what's in that book, huh? Hmm. I, I was hoping there would be more. Like, when I, saw, when I first saw the Jade Compendium and it talked about those lands, I thought, oh, is it going to talk about the fact that there's like forts like over there, there's like another wall over there that we know from the world of Ice and Fire, but no, it's not really in that in depth. It's just talking about this sword. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, and he's then not the one. Sorry, go ahead. No, he's just saying prove that he's not the one. Hmm. He's not, not the chosen one. There's uh, Sam's kind of like PTSD himself, a flashback to being like chained up by his father when he wanted to be a master, a maester, and then he was there chained for three days, right? Yeah, Sam loses his shit mm. when the maester thing comes in. He can't even talk anymore. Yeah, he keeps having flashbacks to that incident, and it, and it just shows how Randall Tarley was so hard-headed, because I mean, Sam wanted to become a maester at that point, and if he wanted to get rid of him, that would have worked. Like, he could have sent him to be a maester, and then that, that, instead of going to the wall, but Randall just didn't want that. He thought that was shameful, so he blocked that avenue. Yeah, Mr. Tarly. That's not what Randall Tarly wants. Mm. He doesn't want that title anywhere yeah. in the realm. Randall Tarly also canceled abusive father. <laughs> <laughs> but John just puts on the hard face and says, "No, you're you're working for the Watch now. You got to go. You have no father now." And I know John got hardcore, man. Mm. Pretty quickly. Killing the boy. Yeah, he, like, that, he, he should have never given them that advice. That like screwed him over for the whole book. He took it way too. 
literally just like they trying to kill like the baby boy and also just become like way too hard headed. It's too much. So Santa sent out a note to all the folks in the north, and the Car Starks were the only one who pledged their allegiance to him. Is that what happened? Yeah, and then, then they're also fake. They're they're false. <laughs> they're not oh, actually yes. real allegiance, right? So fake friends. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then uh, Three Finger Hob uh, wishes Sam well or something. Like, oh, he likes Sam. He says you actually enjoy eating my food. So he had given him a, a ham for his birthday. <laughs> We've come such a long way from when these boys were first showing up in the lodge, you know? And John says that. He's like, why are you scared? Because like, Sam's like, oh, I, I don't want to cut up those dead bodies. He's like, you fought, like, uh, others, and like you've, you've seen whites. It's like, what are you scared of? Like, at least the bodies there won't complain if, you, if you're yeah. in a second. Yeah. <laughs> but still, like, I don't blame Sam. Like, just because, uh, yeah, and I hated it. Uh, that was not a cool time for me. <laughs> Yes. I'm happy. I'm happy for Sam. I'm happy he gets to get this out of there. Too cold. Yeah, but he's all alone. Well, he's not. I guess he's not all alone. He's yeah, yeah. Sam, time. go get out there. Go to Old Town. One last thing I noticed is like that they have their things on books with them that the Citadel might not have. So it's kind of interesting. Amon's thinking to like if they have old books there, they should them back over there to get copies made, right? Like it's a, kind of his preservation mm-hmm. of knowledge there. Amon's got to know he's not going to survive this trip, right? Mm. Yeah. Like it's weird that he wouldn't want to die there, right? Up, yeah, because it's it's stay and be sacrificed to a fire, right? Or that part seems mm-hmm. a little bit far fetched to me. I mean, I know Melisandre wants to do, it, but are they really gonna just like burn a, a member of the Night's Watch? Like it's gonna really sour the relationship with them. I, I, I suppose no. it's a risk, but it's a, um, I don't think Stannis really cares. <laughs> like he's got the power. Right, you could do it, but it, 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 whether he's going to do it seems unlikely. But I guess doesn't want to take the risk of it. Or uh, was there any serious discussion about doing that? No, not really. Like it's just it's just a thought that it might happen. But they already have mans. Like it, it, their reasoning is just so dumb. I, I I can get Amon at least he has Targaryen blood. But like if mans is the king, should they just keep crowning people and they can be like, hey, you're the next king, now burn him. You're the next king, now burn like, it, it's just Yeah, uh, but like, man's not a real king and they know yeah. that, right? Like, but they, they still want to burn him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for sure, we know for a fact that Amon is the only Targaryen blood, I mean, that they know of up there, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Just trying to help out his maester, I guess. By killing him. <laughs> I think that... About wraps it up for this chapter? I think so, yeah. Hmm. I don't see anything else here. I have a question about the Tyrion chapter. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Ilario's, I said, mm-hmm, uh, like I can answer that. <laughs> Ilario's second wife dies because she returns from a trip with the, what is it, the Grey Plague? Uh, she doesn't it's, return from the trip, but it, it, that ship gets the city infected and then she dies from, from that. She guess she wasn't vaccinated or something. Oh, I thought she was on topical. Um, I thought she was on the ship, and I thought it said she was on it. Shit. Well, does I'm it mention that? Let's see. Like, I think I think the ship gets. For some reason, they know the ship is has plague. I guess that maybe they can tell, and they they sink it, but then the rats escape, and then the rats bring it into the city. Right. I think she was on the ship, and he is she. Yeah, and, I think it just it and they like they like. Burnt the ship or something with everybody no, on the, it. the once the disease came, it killed two thousand people or something like that. Is, is that yeah, right? but they but they destroyed the ship trying to stop it. True, from they, they destroyed the ship. And I think she was on the ship, so he yeah. and the people, the townsfolk, like killed her to try no, to but, save no, the but, town. But no, but the, it, it, the plague made it to the town. So the plague. Yeah, because the rats crept down from the oars, right? Yes, I I, I understand that, but they destroyed the ship trying to stop it with her on it. Yeah, Jesus, that's an interesting interesting read. I mean, it doesn't really matter. The fact that she she died from the like like the way it describes it is like he says we slew the oarsman, we burned the ship, the rats crept down the oars, paddled. I can't find it. I can't find it. Yeah, the plague (laughs) took two thousand before it ran its course. So the way I read that is is. the disease came into the city, took 2,000, including his wife. Like, I didn't really think that she'd be killed on a ship. Well, I can't freaking argue with you, because I can't <laughs> find it. Oh, okay. Um, Tyrion knew she was Ew, dead. Ew, this is part about... How did she die? 
Yeah, he keeps their hands. I guess he preserves their hands or something. Oh, you know what? I think when he says a Bravosi trading galley called a Pentos on her way back from the Jade Sea, I, re- I interpret that as her as her as in oh, his wife, yeah, being, not being, her being, as in the ship. Thing. She came back from a trade ship mission or something, but no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So is so my question was is the is the the Gray Death? That's not uh, the Stone Disease, right? Or is it? It is. Mm-hmm. It is. It seems like it. The same one that. Yeah, because I don't remember it being called Grey Death anywhere else. Because because it makes me think as the rats crept down on the oars, paddled to the quay on cold stone feet, which makes me think the rats had stone mm, feet. Interesting, yeah. See. Oh, ew. Yeah, it looks all the plague is a swift form of its cousin, grayscale. So it's a swift form of it. What was it doing? It, it came back from it was the Delta day. variant of grayscale. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Those are okay, so, survived the bout of grayscale. They're immune to the Great Plague. Yeah, Whoa. it's very, it's very, uh, it's the fast-moving okay, so form of it, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. cool, So cool, you're cool. right, it is grayscale, but then what about our hands then? It, it could also just kill them before they become stone. Like, they become partly stone and it just kills them, it's very, right? Like it's, yeah, it's, well, wouldn't that just like, be like, wouldn't that lend credence to just him having her hands that, like, her hands turned to stone? Because then it would just be like, oh, statue this is like a or something. Sculpture. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it explains how he did it, right? Like, she, she just became like a, a... It became like a statue. Yeah, it became like that, right? So that's mm. why he has it. Yeah, no, it's still creepy regardless. Yeah, it's still creepy regardless, but it explains why it didn't. I thought he was like dipping the hands in formaldehyde or something. Like, how did he like preserve hands here? But if they became like rock, then that's <laughs> how they were preserved, right? Oh, man. We don't see it, right? He's just talking about it. No, he just talks about it. Well, maybe that's why he mentions the the, the, the way he mentions it, because he said her hands had been so soft. So he's, he's like kind of saying, like, look what happened. She became like rock. He's like such a change, right? Then why would you keep him? Uh, that I don't know, but it, it, the, 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 beyond being creepy, it's supposed to show that he was so connected to her, he cared about her so much, and if he was so connected to her, then if they had a son, then then he would do whatever it took to get that son into power or whatever. Like, Whoa! All right, yeah. dog man. Just make I'll just make the final point there because specifically when he married this person, he also lost to to the so they couldn't go to the uh, palace gates anymore, right? Because it was such a shame that he married first a cousin of the Prince of Pentos, and he married like this bed warmer. Like they were basically exiled from that part of the city, so his son would never be able to really, you know, he might be rich, but he would never be able to climb up the ladder in Pentos. So then, mm. if his son is is a young Griff, he, he wants to go this angle, put his son to be king. Like imagine if it is his son, it's the ultimate con job, right? To get his son to be king of Westeros. Yes. So, sorry, I'm still thinking about Grey Death, and you went back to the Vega <laughs> theory. Um, yes, Ultimate Con. Sounds like it. Mm. Put him back there. Wait, so, so we... The Grey Death yeah. must be the one that turn actually turns your internal organ stone. That's what I'm going to go with. Because <laughs> mm. the other one doesn't... It seems to be you turn stone, but you can still breathe and eat and do all that stuff. It's so I'm gonna say the moving form. But yeah, it, I'm going to say the Grey Death turns your internal organs to stone and kills you quick. Exactly, and that's why you might die before your whole body. Like once it goes to like key organ, you just die, right? So Yeah, that's what I'm going to go with. <laughs> Wait, sorry. Do we know that she died? Because Illyria doesn't say that she died. No, Tyrion guesses that because he says like no, he, no man would speak fondly of someone who left him. She's not there. So and then he guesses that she's dead, and he basically says that, that she's dead, yeah. So, he, so it sounds like she died of the plague, but it's not confirmed. So she might still be alive. Yeah, maybe he cut off her hands no, to no, stop she's, the she's spread. No, no, she's dead. Like, if he, to stop the guess. spread of it. Yeah, she, she is and dead. And then she left him. He, why would he mention the plague? He said the plague took to 2000. Like, is this all just a side story? Like, it's, it's, she's dead. No, it, it, uh, it, it, she got it, but he cut off her hands to save her, and then she left him. <laughs> No, no, no. no. <laughs> wow, your theories are fine, but my theories are not. This yeah. is not even a real theory. You're just trying to be contrarian. <laughs> no, it is a theory. It's a theory now. The stone hands of malaria, of malaria, malaria, <laughs> <laughs> malaria. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Um, I think I had something else in this chapter, but I can't remember what it was. Oh, the uh, gold company. We didn't talk about the gold company, the golden company at all. Mm. And. Uh, I guess I really don't have much to talk about them, but I thought it was cool that no, they came out. No, it is important. Up. Like Tyrion mentioned, like why? How, how did he get them break the contract? They they, they never do that, right? They're the one like trustworthy one. It's because they want to go home. And again, like they were they really 
they, I mean, they don't know the details of it, but they were always connected with the Blackfires, and again, like young Griffiths from the Blackfire line and all that, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Theories. Yeah. Now, of course, they wouldn't know that part because they, they don't want to say that he's a Blackfire, but they want to go home. So that's that's the basically that's the one reason they would break their oath, they break the contract is to, to get home. They want to go home. Well, there we go. Uh, and on that note, thank you all so much for listening. Yeah, thank episode. you. Yeah. Go ahead, Mimi. Take it. Take it yeah, away. No, I was gonna say thanks. Uh, thanks to the listeners for sticking with us through this episode where everyone got canceled. And um, we <laughs> hopefully will be back uh, to trudge through another couple chapters of this reread, at least a couple more times before the end of the year, in keeping with our pace. And anything else in me? Nope, that's it. But it. All right. Well, Kyle, you are you still keeping up with their social media? Do we have any socials? I mean, they exist. Yes, I, I am not on social media as much these days. But uh, mm-hmm. we still have the forums, and we have Facebook and Twitter at APOIAF. Uh, feel free to tag along. I think Amin is on there a bit more than the rest yeah, of we us. Yeah, we've got Discord as well. It's pretty popular now. Yeah, we do have a lot of people in there. Okay. Yeah, Dis- if you're my Discord's Facebook like the... friend, tell me that I don't know what I'm talking about. Feel free. <laughs> Discord's where it's at these days, huh? Mm. It seems, yeah, it seems to be replacing forums. Like, uh, people are just generally, like, going to discord i guess it's because it's more more direct like more of live reaction and stuff so i'm by phone well i think that's it well thanks guys it was great talking to you yeah it was fun awesome have a good night Do we have any news, I mean? I don't think so. Kyle, have you heard anything? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Breaking. <laughs> what what news is there? Other than the book coming out or some other sub-book, I'm not really interested. Wait, the yeah. book's coming out? <laughs> that, that would be news. <laughs> um, no, I have been sort of off. I haven't been paying attention. What's George been up to lately? Hasn't he signed like 500 new HBO show deals or something? Probably, uh, yeah. He seems to. I mean, selling his old properties, so those are of interest. But uh, I, I'm trying to remember the our last our last episode was before Comic Con, or is it after? I think it was before. Uh, before, so yeah, we had our podcasting one-on-one uh, panel. It's been released since on YouTube. So if you go, I mean, I think it's with, it's on our website now anyway. But uh, if you haven't checked it out, listeners should check it out. We have a lot of Vassals Kingsway members there. We're just discussing about podcasting in general, and uh, it was really well received by by Comic Con. So nice, well done. Yeah, I feel like when you the the Google alerts for George R. R. Martin is just a just a long scroll of things that are not even remotely Final Viking Fire related. My man is out there getting coin for his properties, man. He's, um, <laughs> Dark Winds, right? I guess. Y'all let me know when Tough Boy gets licensed. Oh. I just did a Twitter search, and I see that uh, George R. R. Martin to produce new short film, Night of the Cooters. <laughs> yeah, no, that was from one of his friends who was the short story works. Actually, I, although Tough Voyaging related, there actually is. Yeah, there is a graphic novel version of it coming out, and it's actually done by – do you remember Rhea at the dinner we had with George? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, she's actually – drawing it like she's licensed to draw it wow so that'd be nice i mean she's done some of his other earlier sci-fi works yeah. as well she really is talented work. yeah so it's it's kind of interesting like a year we met her years ago and now she's done quite a few works we should get her on the podcast sometime discuss uh like <laughs> oh heck yeah huh. i guess the video game coming out that like martin wrote did the world building for oh elden ring yeah Yes. Uh, like, uh, but the text is actually written by Miyazaki? Yeah, I just came across a tweet that it, the Elden Ring won't feature any in-game text written by George R. R. Martin. Mm. But he's involved with the project, so he just did world building. Right, that's a hotly anticipated game, what I understand. George is like me, just <laughs> knowing what I need to do, but getting sidetracked by everything else <laughs> like, uh, i would literally rather start six new projects than finish the thing that i need to finish 
<laughs> well, he still has that creative energy, which is good. It's, but it's almost just a sign of like it's not really flowing in this series. It's going to other stuff. Well, I'd rather him work on the next tough than properly if he doesn't want to do the series. He can move on to tough. I'll take that. Mm. Yeah, because you kind of don't want like. I feel like you can feel it when authors are writing and they're just like, I'm, I'm done with this, you know, like, or they like the plot holes and writing themselves into corners or just feeling like you just have to like, just turn it over. I've, I can, I feel like I, I felt that way with some of the Harry Potter books, just because those were just like year after year. Like she was really turning those out. Um, but you know, you'd want all of, you'd want it written I don't know, enthusiastically, right? As opposed to just having to meet a deadline. Yeah. I'm trying to look up that uh, writer wrote about like Dreads the Dark Elf. He, I think it was R.A. Salvatore. Like, he, he could like pop mm-hmm. a book out every year for like decades. Like, it was just... Yeah. Did you write a song of like, Ice and Fire to Dressert to Jordan? No, I'm so... I mean, those are the two extremes, right? One is too extreme one way and then the other one is... It takes too long for George. Like, he's something in the middle between that, I think. How many of those Wheel of Time <laughs> books were there? Um, there were twelve, I believe. And I uh, feel like there were Rob- like four hundred of those. <laughs> well, I think, and he died uh, uh, after the tenth. So I think Brandon Sanderson did the last two. I probably mm-hmm. got that wrong, but something around that. Way. George should just hire okay. Sanderson to do the first draft while he works on other stuff, and then he can come back. Br- like, it's all Br- geek. Brandon Sanderson could never write a song of ice and fire. Um, <laughs> he is uh, Mormon and does not write sex. Oh, sorry, he lost. I feel he, like, he doesn't write sex scenes. He said because of his beliefs. Oh, sorry. Uh, I I understand that he is Mormon and he doesn't write sex scenes. George doesn't have that problem. He's not stuck in that part. He's stuck in some other plot things. <laughs> all, all the sex scenes are already written <laughs> for every single book to come. It's just he's building. You have to build a world around the sex scenes. He, yeah, he's got his little his little uh, his map of where the plot is going to go, and it's just like, well, okay, there's going to be some point here. So um, this is these are my markers for the plot. <laughs> no, that's I mean, hey. That's a great way to write, you know, just get like out first and write around it. But yeah, that's about all the news I've seen with George in lately. Um, no news. That's it. How long has it been? Oh. I didn't didn't like the eighth year anniversary of dance just come just come and go. A tenth In July twenty eleven. Tenth year. Ten year. Ten years. A decade. Wait, ten years? Yeah. Yeah. July 2011 when it came out. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he just doesn't really want to finish it. I'm a, I get it, especially after having the show. If, come if out he can't finish it to the standards him. that he can do, then he doesn't want to release it, right? So, but then, well, then just say it's over then. Just move on to something else. I mean, I know it's difficult because it's supposed to be your magnum opus, but he could have another magnum opus if, he, if he's motivated, right? Or if he gets, gets in a different genre, a different story. Like, if he's stuck, he can't do it. Yeah, I kind of wonder if like it just takes the pressure off of him if he was just like, y'all, chill. I'm I'm done. I'm not going back to Song of Ice and Fire. Like I just feel like it's played out. Um, yeah, but then maybe that the heat will be off of him and he won't have that like because now I'm sure he has to feel like if he's doing anything else creative or focusing his attention anywhere else, there's always this feeling like he's gonna he's I don't know I don't know if he feels the pressure. Uh, attached to everything that he does you know is going to be scrutinized with this idea of like well where's the next book but maybe that'll you know the pressure will ease up people step off his neck if he just says he's done with it but also i don't know how like writing works or if you like actually have to fulfill a publishing deal or something you know mm. like he'd probably just pay his way out of any contract he has now he just break the contract like here is uh, uh here's a six billion dollars from whatever <laughs> game of thrones made i have no idea how well six it did but i'm billion sure. dollars <laughs> wow i mean i'm sure game of thrones made some people very rich yeah <laughs> george i don't know if you're here if you're here for the episode we talked about maybe like george owns a railway he started like his own railway now he bought a ra- <laughs> man Monorail. Yeah, monorail. <laughs> <laughs> uh, our man. 
Well, 10 years. So that's why it's uh, taking us equally 10 years to do this reread. Yeah, we're matching the pace here. I think, well, let's try to make a prediction ourselves. I'm going to predict when the book comes out. But do you think we finish this reread within another 10 years? <laughs> yeah, within 10 years, because we're on the last, the last, the last leg of it. combined, yeah, if we keep yeah. doing... Yeah, for sure. I mean, but I do think we will finish this before we see wins. I don't know. We're getting like what six chapters a year at this rate. <laughs> so how, well, a little bit. How many? That could do it. How many is there? Sixty chapters? How many? How many chapters? You left. Look. It's not that bad. We did an episode in July, and we're already back in in, in um, September. So I feel like this is an incredible breakneck pace for podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> for our podcasting at any rate. Every, everybody the damn slow down, like, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I miss I miss George. I think we should uh I think we should hit him up and go we should take a road trip. We should all road trip to New Mexico and, and hang out with George and catch up with him. <laughs> I hope he's doing good. Be good if he could come the to Comic Con twenty twenty two. That'd be mm-hmm. nice. Don't go anywhere, George. You stay safe, you keep that mask on. Yeah. You get your booster. Is that going to exist, Comic Con 2022? The, they, they even have a special edition apparently coming in November, so we'll see. But anyway, I guess we'll get in the chapters to something less grim, or is it still pretty grim? This is still pretty grim. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine that at some point we don't even know if like current events or uh, whatever's going on in Song of Ice and Fire is more depressing? Hurricane is more just depressing. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It's all that. Nothing good is happening. <laughs> I refuse to believe that. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have the eternal optimist on the line here. <laughs> I can't think of anything good that's happening, but I'm sure it's happening. I'm sure it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Wow. Anything good happening to Samuel Tarley? We don't wait. Do we start with him or is it the other chapter? No, with Tyrion, actually. Okay, yeah. Tyrion. 